Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Fangirls Podcast, a place for fun, fandoms, friendship, and most importantly, fangirling. I'm Lauren. And I'm Julie, and we are so excited to dish and spill the tea with you today. But first and foremost, welcome <laughs> back, friend. I missed you. Thank you. Thank you. I missed you too, even though I saw you a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Having a vacation and time off with my kids was really nice. I'm ready to be back. Dish and spill the tea. It's so good to have a reprieve, though. Sometimes you just need to take a break try to rejuvenate as much as you can with three kids. How much rejuvenation did you get with all the heat? Because that heat wave was brutal this past week. Oh, it was brutal. We like all got heat rash. It was crazy. It was crazy. And since I live so close to the beach, I have no air conditioning and there was hardly a breeze. So we had fans going and then, you know, birthday parties were happening at this house. So it's like hot birthday parties. Now that we're getting into September, that means that summer is coming to a close. And so today we are going to talk about our favorite shows of summer. Yes. Before we jump into that, fall TV is finally here, as were the Emmys over this weekend. I got some highlights for you if you're ready for them. I'm ready. Throw it at me. All right. First and foremost, I'm taking this year's Emmys as a win, even though the ratings weren't exactly what we would call ideal. Nobody got slapped. That's a win. If you're a producer for the Emmys, I tip my hat to you because nobody got slapped. That is a win. But I think the bigger news, a lot of women were celebrated at the Emmys this past weekend. Lizzo got her first Emmy. Woo! Yes. She beat out RuPaul's Drag Race. That is no easy feat. Yeah. That, I mean, get it, girl. I'm here for it. Congrats. And Jennifer Coolidge got her first Emmy. And I always think of you when Jennifer Coolidge comes up because you do a really good Jennifer Coolidge impersonation. It's from (laughs) Legally Blonde. Oh, she's like, I'm taking the dog. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. And then unfortunately... Our trio of favorite crime-solving podcasters did not take home anything this weekend, so I haven't talked to Dad about the loss. I think it's a little too soon. Surprising. Uh, But competition was thick, and I get it. But now that we are in full swing of fall television and or fall streaming, Mm -hmm. we've got some stuff to look forward to. What is your top show that you are looking forward to right now? The Great British Baking Show. It premiered, this season premiered on September 16th. I'm going to watch it every Friday. Every Friday. And Lena and I and Amanda, we're going to bake something and we're going to get cozy and it's going to be great. What about you? Well, I'm living for She-Hulk right now. Oh, yeah. I'm counting down the days till Hocus Pocus 2. Yes. Same with Andor and House of the Dragon. I'm super behind on House of the Dragon right now. This is the fall television that we are living for right now. And I can't find a way to catch up. Every time I think I'm caught up, I'm like, oh, no, there's two episodes. Where did my week go? (laughs) I haven't even started House of the Dragon yet. I'm looking forward to the Marilyn Monroe biopic with Anna Dionis. It's coming out September 28th on Netflix. She looks just like her in that picture. I I can't wait to see her portrayal of that. That's going to be exciting. Also, Don't Worry Darling is premiering and have you heard about spitgate i have it looks like harry spitting on chris pine what is this it it looks like he is but then other angles it doesn't there has been so much drama around this film 
Mm-hmm. That it's taking away from the film itself. There's stuff that's happening with Olivia Wilde, Harry Styles, Florence Pugh. What is going on? There's just so much drama. Are you guys just trying to bait on a female director? Like they're trying to make her sound terrible. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. What's your take? So there is a TikTok that sums this up in two minutes. Perfect. It's so much overkill and it's taken mm-hmm. away from all this hard work that went into this film. Which yeah, is really frustrating. Yeah. I think Harry Styles has better things to do with his time and energy than to spit on anyone. To be honest, I think there's just a lot of unnecessary stuff going on in general. But both parties denied that any spitting went down. And... I would love for him to spit on me. I would thank him. But you know, <laughs> that's another story. <laughs> I can't wait to see that movie. A lot of hard work went into it. And it seems like a really interesting plot. I've heard mixed reviews. Not that it's bad, but nobody knows what it's truly about because the trailer didn't give x amount away it just entices you like it makes you think and you want to go see it but then you have all this third-party noise going on of the all the drama surrounding the actors and the director and everything else and you're like is it worth the time do i just wait it I, out yeah it kind of has a stepford wives vibe to it there's some kind of other reality and just making people believe that it's something else but mm-hmm. i don't know there could be some kind of twist we don't know about it might be worth seeing it's on our radar so stay tuned yeah. All right. Well, in true fangirl fashion, today's episode is about our favorite shows of summer. So are you ready to spill some tea? Yes. Here's the part of the show where we spill the tea. We're talking spoilers. We're talking about all kinds of shows today, so I don't even know how to warn you guys, but we're getting into it. We're talking about our top show of summer, the show that had the best cast, the best new show, best comedy, best drama, and biggest comeback. So we each have like our own choices for this. So Julie, why don't you start it off? What was your top show of summer? Top show. You know what? I'm going to have to give it to Obi-Wan. Oh, nice choice. I was so taken aback. I wanted more after every episode. The writing was there. The the nostalgia with all the actors coming back was there. I loved everything about it. Yeah, that was a really good show. How about you? So technically the show didn't air in summer, but the time that it was taking place in the show was summertime. And so I'm going to have to give it up to Emily and Paris because Paris in the summer, they went to San Tropez. You know, Luca Bravo is my boo. He is my boo thing forever. And so I'm kind of, even though the show was a big tease, just the fashion is such a fun show. Very bingeable. Super fun show. Excited mm-hmm. for season three. All right. Well, who's your best cast? Hands down, Stranger Things. I mean, that whole crew, I just love them so much. And just seeing them back, Steve and Nancy and Dustin and Eleven. And just everybody, how they play off each other. And it's just so nostalgic because it takes place in the 80s. There's already nostalgia to it. Mm-hmm. And then we just love them so much. So seeing them all back together again was the best for me. What about you? I'm going to give it to Umbrella Academy. Oh, yeah. They're mm-hmm. my favorite family of misfits. And I know they have one more season left. It's going to be a very sad goodbye. <laughs> I don't know. They're just all hilarious. I've watched enough BTS of them mm-hmm. off camera. I want to hang out with them. Yeah, and they're fun. Yeah, I love how Tom Hopper got to bring his wife to work. It's just a big mm-hmm. old family affair. I love it. I'm here for it. I just watched a movie that he was in called, oh gosh. Italian one, right? Yeah, where they're in that um, villa, the villa or something like mm-hmm. that. And it was okay. It was a little cheesy, but I just stared at him the whole time. It was fine. 
Netflix <laughs> is really trying to compete with Hallmark Channel right now as far as doing cheesy. some good ones. It's been some cheesy romance movies on there and that's been great. It was nice to just stare at his face. <laughs> yeah. Best new show. Hulk. I'm only Hulk. halfway through, but I am living for the comedy, the writing, the cast. It's really setting the bar for the MCU as far as mm -hmm. a female-led show. They expected the pushback that they were getting from the fans. Like, really, Marvel? Why do you have to have a female-dominated superhero show? And they made fun of it, and they capitalized off of it. And it was mm -hmm. so good. And I'm loving all the end credit scenes. They just continuously keep getting better and better. I can't wait. I Captain America is not a virgin. Yes. Captain America. She solved the puzzle. I'm very thankful for Jen Walters right now. Just saying. I mean, I'm kind of in the same uh, boat as you, but I have to give it up to Miss Marvel because, oh, again, okay. female-led show. But I got to watch that show with Lily and she loved it, my nine-year-old. And it was just so fun, such a fun show and adventurous and, you know, really colorful and bright and vibrant with art and just culture. I just really enjoyed that show. Can't wait for season two. Yeah. Best comedy. I mean, only murders in the building. Exactly. I was like, is yeah. there any oh, other yeah. one? I'm sorry. No. Martin Short and Steve Martin and Selena Gomez. That is the perfect trio their chemistry it's perfect it's like martin short and steve martin have been a good duo for a long time selena gomez was the missing piece that they never knew they needed until now right. and uh, she just makes everything and i just love that show so much it's hilarious dad's killing the game yeah go dad yeah. yep go dad and i mean even even their emmy performance when they went up to go present they had the best one-liners i'm always going to be a fan of them slightly biased but whatevs all right this was a tough one for me what was your pick for best drama i think you might be surprised by that but it was moon knight oscar oh. isaac oh god his portrayal of moon knight he just killed it he killed it playing like so many different distinct characters and staring at his face i was just like yes thank you thank you for this show thank you mcu for giving me this just amazing. I mean, his dramatic performance, I mean, there was comedy in it. It's showing like this, his personality disorder and the, how he had to really get into this character. You, It was phenomenal, his acting. And I just, I still can't get over it. And I want to marry him. But other than that, yeah, best drama for sure for me. What about you? I think you will also be surprised. Okay. With my pick, Time Traveler's Wife. Oh my goodness. Yes. I love that. It's so funny. You picked the romantic, romantic thing. <laughs> right? I picked the Marvel thing that's so opposite of us. But right? Yeah, that one was good. And I've heard so many people have said bad things about that show and they didn't renew it for season two. And I'm like, I, that show was riveting to me, people. Right. I was so upset when they didn't give us a season two. I've yeah. had about five different petitions sent to me to bring it back for season two. And I'm really sad that I won't get to see naked Theo James anymore, but I'm holding out the hope that he will be cast as Reese for Akatar when it finally comes to Hulu. That's my dream casting. Rose and Theo together. For time traveler's wife yeah amazing i tip my hat to both of you guys it was so good their and chemistry was insane so beautiful insane ah mm -hmm. so good so completely believable you're lost in the story the way that they could play off each other was just incredible mm -hmm. so yeah i'm, I'm still crying about that for sure. <laughs> all right biggest comeback just like that okay seeing all the friends minus samantha 
back in New York City, walking around in that amazing, beautiful fashion. And the way that they so gracefully allowed them to just be on screen as they were. And like, even with all the, oh, they look old. And I'm like, nobody cares that Steve Martin and Martin Short look old. And they look really old, you know? I just felt like it was such an honest show. And Carrie having a hip replacement and all these things. She's still fun and sexy and cool and herself. And if you're still learning and growing and having things that come up in friendships, whether you're in your 50s or in your 20s or 30s, like it was just, they came back with a bang. I loved it. Okay. I'm going to give it to Stranger Things. They had a, a two-year reprieve mm-hmm. and I had a few friends tell me, I forgot how good this show was. I forgot everything that went down in season three. Season four was amazing. And it just felt like a comeback because they had been gone for so long. Yeah. I have the same sentiments as you with this show. The cast is phenomenal. They came back bigger, better, and stronger, amazing storylines. And the way that they split up this show in two segments, Mm -hmm. we were yearning for July. That July premiere, oh man, I was on countdown. And it Mm -hmm. wasn't, (laughs) it was a giant tease till July in general. So, but yeah, Stranger Things cast, phenomenal. I started crushing on my first villain. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, and I was like, this is so weird. But I now see him as Tamlin for the Akatar series. Oh. Yeah, I can't unsee him as Tamlin. So I've I've mentally cast him for a few other things. You know who could be in the Akatar world is Joseph Quinn, the guy that plays Eddie. Like I could see him as some some fairy oh. in that. Yeah, he's sexy, real we'll, sexy. We'll find a place for him. He's we a keeper. Will, we will we will fit him in there. Yes. Yeah, and Steve's hair, great comeback. <laughs> always, always. And now it is time for the Spotlight of the Week. The Fangirl sponsors include Tax Pros, an award-winning tax firm dedicated to providing their clients a full range of advanced tax planning and tax resolution services. With five locations in Southern California, Tax Pros is there to meet you where you are, offering phone and video appointments. Learn more or book an appointment today at TaxPros. Tax P-R-O-S-E The Fangirls Podcast is now on Redbubble. Visit our newest online storefront and add any of our fandom-inspired designs to a variety of items, including hats, t-shirts, mugs, and so much more. All the info will be in the show notes. Looking for fun fandom merch? Look no further. Check out our newest online store at tpublic.com. All the details will be in the show notes. The Fangirls Podcast is now on Etsy. Our shop has a variety of original custom-made fandom-inspired artwork in digital download form, with prints inspired by Outlander, Bridgerton, Harry Potter, Marvel, and more. You're sure to find a design that celebrates your favorite fandom. Link to our store and all the info will be in the show notes. Fangirls Podcast is brought to you by Believe Podcast Network, and we want to take a moment and thank you for tuning into our podcast. Please leave us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts so that we can dish and spill the tea with more fangirls and fanguys like you. Thank you so much for joining us today. Please be sure to subscribe to our podcast to hear all of our latest episodes. We love hearing from you, so connect with us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Check out our website to see all that the fangirls are up to. We post a monthly shopping guide called The Fangirl's Favorite Things, inspired by your favorite fandoms. All the information will be in the show notes. See you next time. See you next time. We here at Fangirl's Podcast are not affiliated with any of the shows we mentioned in today's episode. Absolutely none of them, including the Emmys. (laughs) 
They're just really big fans. Just really big fans. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.